global elevators and escalator market is, is forecast to reach $83 billion in 2022. Now, despite the initial setbacks arising from the pandemic, demand for interfloor transporters is projected to rise on the back of investments in commercial and residential infrastructure projects globally. With elevators representing 2 to 7% of total energy consumed in a building, there's significant scope for improvement regarding energy consumption. With maintenance and modernization of existing equipment also expected to exhibit significant growth over time, manufacturers are now focusing on value-added services and technologies. Now, elevator preventive maintenance is one of the major tasks involved in elevator service. It involves ensuring that no accidents or breakdowns happen to on elevators. It also helps avoid major replacements and prolongs the life of elevators. In today's podcast for Future IoT, we are joined by Birhita Bandadris, TK Elevators Product and Marketing Director for Asia Pacific. Birhita, welcome to Podcast for Future IoT. Thank you. Now let's do a very quick recap. What is new about elevators, both in terms of features, rider expectations, and operator preferences? So I would like to highlight, let's say, three items which are linked to technology. So first of all, for example, traditionally, you have one elevator or one car in one shaft. So with the twin concept, we have actually put two cars into one shaft. Now, if you look from a sustainability perspective, this has a huge impact on the way, you know, we construct buildings and on the sustainability part. It means you can reduce the shaft space and still have a very good traffic management for the riders. And also when we talk about urban sprawl, this is one area where we can uh, make sure that we sustainably build our cities. Then a second technology I would like to highlight has been mainly attributed to the pandemic where end users are using elevators and escalators frequently. And of course, you start to look at how we can interact with these elevators elevators without touching them. So we have seen a lot of touchless technology, voice recognition, gesture to control or to operate, let's say, the elevator. And then the third one I would like to highlight is what we call connected units. So IoT, right? Also for elevators, escalators, how do we connect these units to, let's say, the cloud? How do we use current technology, artificial intelligence to make product solutions and services better? Speaking of cloud and IoT, how is maintenance of elevators today conducted? So traditionally, the maintenance part of elevators and escalators is regulated in the different, right? Different countries have different regulations and our technicians will go to the sites and will verify on a regular basis, let's say the integrity and the efficiency of the different components. So when we talk about elevator escalators, we talk about mechanical parts, but also electrical electronics, safety devices. So it's, of course, very important important to have regular maintenance to make sure your elevator escalator keeps running in an efficient and safe uh, way. Uh, You mentioned earlier about some of the enhancements being introduced into elevators like uh, gesture-based operations of these things. How do you ensure minimal disruption to the operations of these elevators, considering many of them are normally manually operated or operated by passengers? 
when we talked just now about elevators having mechanical components and electrical components, we always say an elevator has a brain, what we call the controller. And so that brain is very important in also the traffic management. So when you go into uh, large office buildings, you will find that elevators, first of all, they are grouped together and they are allocated to different zones of the building, right? Certain elevator groups will only go from floor one to floor 20 and 20 to 40. So that's already one way on how to manage efficiently traffic within a building. And then at the same time, when we come back to the brain of the elevator is what we call group control. So we put elevators in a group, the end user will push one button and the electrical brain will analyze where is the closest elevator to bring it to the end user. And then another technology, which we call uh, destination DSC technology. So this one mainly focus on combining people to the same destination. So you might have entered the building and you have not seen the traditional interface with an elevator, but you found the touch screen and you had to, you know, maybe on the, even on the gateways before you had to press your destination and then the touch screen would tell you go to elevator A or go to elevator B. So this one, the idea behind is that you group passengers who go to the same destination. So your overall time to destination will also reduce. So these are just a few, let's say, examples on how we ensure that you have a good traffic management, which of course is very important in uh, buildings with different applications like office and commercial. Talk to us about the impact of data-driven building operations, particularly on passenger experience. So data-driven building operation is very important in the management of a building and ensuring a good satisfaction of tenants and end users. So for example, there are softwares which we call remote monitoring. You can actually fully, first of all, track the, the usage of elevators and then also analyze. And then of course, if you, depending on what kind of building we are talking about, but think of office buildings, you have peak hours hours and off time. When you are aware when the peak times are coming, so you can put your elevators already available, for example, in the morning on the ground floor. Also, for example, during weekends, this is uh, for sure off time. So here you can schedule. So with this kind of softwares, property managers can actually schedule, put an agenda for an elevator and so that they are turned off and they go to sleep, they save energy as well. Uh, they can also also, if they know a certain what we call VIP service, so for example, they have a, a big customer, you want to have the elevator only allocated to this group of people. Also, that could be, let's say, managed via this software. There are also other technologies when we talk about, you know, detection, elevator escalators, especially then when you go into escalators, how people are behaving on escalators. So with current technology, you can actually you know, use cameras, you can detect the behavior. And also with this remote monitoring software, you can have alerts or you could even remotely take actions to slow down the escalator. If, for example, somebody's suitcase fell down or in an elevator, when we see people with wheelchairs, that we keep the doors longer open, these kind of things. So there's a lot of opportunity here to give end user satisfaction. How has IoT influence or change preventive or predictive maintenance of elevators, for example? 
So again, IoT, it's all about uh, the data and the information. So before, when an elevator had an issue, it had to be visually identified and somebody had to call, let's say, the maintenance or the service technician. Today with IoT, meaning connected units, it means we know on the spot. We can get an alert that something is going on with the elevator or the escalator. And so even before, let's say, the property manager picks up the phone and calls the technician, actually the technician is aware and could identify if he or she needs to go on site and take action. Then when the technician has to go on site, they also have the tools now. So they have tablets where they can actually all the data which we gather with the connected unit is analyzed. Algorithms are on top of it and it will give suggestions to the service technician on where are issues in the elevator. So you can think an elevator in itself is just one car into a shaft, but for each floor, there are doors opening and closing. So in the past, the maintenance person should go floor by floor, visually check. Now connected units can give us indications already on, for example, how is the door movement and can indicate that maybe on floor 30, maybe we should give that priority to look there first. So these are a few uh, examples on how the maintenance is uh, influenced and this all again in benefit for end user let's say and also the property manager faster resolution of issues. A while back you mentioned about cloud or we covered a little bit cloud can you compare for us traditional and cloud-based elevator maintenance for example? So the traditional, as what we just mentioned, is all about visual inspection and it relies on the service technician, uh, what he or she sees. Cloud-based elevator maintenance for us is game-changing for, let's say, the industry and the service to elevator and escalators. So before, we could never accurately estimate the actual usage of elevator components. Now, with cloud-based maintenance, meaning that our users units are connected, we have data on how often the elevators are used, which also means that we know which components are used frequently or less frequently. And that then also can have impact on, let's say, the repair and making sure that you have less downtime for elevators. So in general, now with cloud-based maintenance, we basically monitor real-time the operation of the elevator as well as its components. And we also uh, mentioned before, our service technicians are now also equipped with tools which will tell them more information uh, which was gathered by, let's say, the cloud-based maintenance, which will help him to make his um, day-to-day task uh, more effective. Finally, can you share some future developments and benefits of building operation platforms uh, to help uh, ensure better user experience as well as more effective use of our technicians to repair and maintain these uh, elevators? When we talk about the building operation platform, so we see the future as an ecosystem. So there is a lot of IoT, right? A lot of connected units, components, air conditioning, etc. within buildings. So all these uh, systems will be connected and will work with each other. And this one will have a lot of benefits for end user, but also property management. Then going back to the, the maintenance of elevators and escalators, 
desert, it can be done more effective as what we mentioned before. So you will reduce, let's say, the downtime of your units. Also, what I would like to mention for the future, we will have new passengers in buildings as well. So you have seen with the pandemic, the, the usage of robots has increased, for example, in hotels where they do delivery, etc. So these robots also need to travel within buildings and they need to communicate with uh, elevators to travel within the building. So that's just one example of a new user, how do you say, within the building, which will be part of the future ecosystem of a building. Birhita, thank you very much for joining us on Podchats for Future IoT. Thank you very much. That was Birhita Vanidrise, Product and Marketing Director for Asia Pacific with Tusenkraft on the topic of Future of Connected Mobility. You are listening into Podchats for Future IoT. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future IoT. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future IoT. Bye for now.